And this is Abby Ward here with a look at your evening news on KCIM. After 15 years, one of the area's biggest festivals will be making significant changes. The Ruckus, formerly known as Guthrie's River Ruckus, will be moving locations to take place in Altoona at Adventureland Resort. Event organizer Grant Cheater says a more centralized location that is easily accessible for their fans will offer a wider selection of lodging options. We have such a decline in the amount of people owning campers around the area and have a need for hotels. We've been on the hunt for a while and, and finally made the connection with the right person along the way. And so we're, we're moving to some space just west of the administration building at Adventureland. Along with the location, Sheeter says the Country Music Festival will change dates to happen earlier in the summer of 2024 to accompany Adventureland's 50th celebration. We bumped it from the end of July to the first part of June just to kind of coincide with the park's traffic. Every ticket purchased will actually give access to the theme park and water park that weekend as well. Camping will still be an option at the Adventureland Campground, and Sheeter says the amenities offered are improvements to this year's two-day event. It's a full hookup for, with water and electricity, so that's, that's kind of an added bonus to the camping that we do have this year. It will be a little bit better. Sheeter says we will miss being in our hometown of Guthrie Center, but it will remain an important part of where we came from. Details on the lineup of performers will be released in the next three weeks or so, along with details on tickets and camping. For more information, visit www.guthrieriverruckus.com. St. Anthony Regional Hospital has announced the addition of a new board-certified obstetrician gynecologist, Dr. Marie Johnson, coming in February. Dr. Johnson, a Denmark native, specializes in comprehensive obstacle and gynecological services, and her practice will cater to women of all ages. Johnson earned her medical degree from Turo University, Nevada in 2015 and completed her training at Arrowhead Regional Medical Center in Southern California in 2019, gaining extensive experience across various facets of OBGYN care. Her background also includes fertility care and assisting couples achieve their pregnancy goals. She says, I genuinely look forward to working with the St. Anthony team and contributing positively to women's health in Carroll and its surrounding areas. Johnson will begin consultations in February, operating primarily from the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. For a detailed list of services, visit www.stanthonyhospital.org. To schedule appointments, contact the St. Anthony Clinic at 712-792-2222. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds highlighted her plan to accelerate cuts to the state incomes tax system during last night's condition of the state address at the Iowa Capitol. In 2018, Iowa had the sixth highest income tax rate in the nation at 8.98%. Republicans approved two tax cuts since then, but Reynolds says the state's coffers remain full. Despite predictions by opponents, it would leave state government unable to meet spending commitments. One left-leaning group called it a recipe for disaster. Well, that was wrong. Two years later, it's clear we're well positioned to go further, faster. Even with the tax cuts we've already delivered, state revenue continues to grow, ending the year with a $1.83 billion surplus and more than $900 million in reserve funds. Reynolds says such a surplus is a clear sign of room for further tax cuts. Let me be absolutely clear. The surplus does not mean 
that we aren't spending enough. It means we're still taking too much of Iowa's hard-earned money. Iowa's income tax rate is slated to drop to a 3.9% starting in 2026. She proposes an accelerated schedule which would retroactively change the current tax year's rate to 3.65%, followed by a drop to 3.5% in 2025. This bill represents a total savings of almost $3.8 billion for taxpayers over the next five years. And it gets there by cutting taxes for every Iowan who pays them. The average family of four with an income of about 78,000 will see a tax savings of over 25%. A single mother of two making 47,000 would see an even greater savings of more than 42%. And there would be no waiting. The cuts would start to show up in paychecks this year. Prior to the Tuesday's Condition of the State Address, Reynolds had indicated her long-term goal was the elimination of income taxes entirely in Iowa, but she did not outline her plan to get there in her speech. The 2024 Iowa Condition of the Judiciary from Chief Justice Susan Christensen was held this morning, and the 2024 Iowa Condition of the Guard Address is slated for Thursday morning. And that has been your first half of your evening news. Stay tuned for more coming up after these messages. Tune in every Friday morning and afternoon for Night News. It gives you a look at what's new each week at the Kemper Catholic Schools. Tune in for Night News right here. Brought to you by Haley Equipment and Home Care and Career Options. Go Night! The Massey Ferguson 4700 Series designed for smart, ergonomic, and long-lasting operation. Heavier than the competition, an MF4700 series tractor won't flinch when it comes to pulling larger implements and balers. Tested in the harshest conditions around the globe, these tractors can handle all the tough jobs you throw at them. Stop by Ramazan Implement in Irwin, Corning, or Pocahontas to learn more about the Massey Ferguson 4700 series. When picking out new appliances, you may want to consider what's included in the price of the appliance. Hi, it's Kessie at Dries Company. When you purchase a new appliance from Dries Company, you receive professional quality service without the extra cost of delivery, haul-away, connectors, hoses, and cords. Count on Dries Company for competitive pricing and a great selection. We offer 10-year warranties, free financing, and we'll take care of you after the sale. We'll even sell your old appliances for you. Stop by Dries Company for the next appliance purchase and you'll get more. 609 North Carroll Street in Carroll. This is Abby Ward with the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But first, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast. So tonight, we're looking at a 50% chance of snow, mainly before 10 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low around 9 degrees. New snow accumulation of less than half an inch possible. Thursday, a 20% chance of snow, mainly after 1 p.m., partly sunny with a high near 17. Wind chill values as low as 0 degrees. And we are in a winter storm watch in effect from Thursday afternoon into Friday night. So Thursday night, we're looking at snow, mainly after 7 p.m. Snow could be heavy at times, low around 5. Wind chill values as low as 15 negative 15 degrees. Blustering winds, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. The chance of snow is at 90% with new snow accumulations of 5 to 9 inches possible. 
Friday, the snow could be heavy at times again, high near 11, windy with gusts as high as 36 miles per hour. Chance of snow is at 90%, new snow accumulations of 2 to 4 inches possible. Friday night, snow likely mainly before 7 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low around negative 4. There's a 70% chance of snow there. Snow, that's all I hear, snow, snow, snow. So looking at some quick weather facts for you. So sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.47 a.m. Yesterday's high was at 28 degrees at 7 a.m. And yesterday's low was 11 degrees sometime overnight. And now we'll be taking a look at your local news. The Sac County Sheriff's Office K-9 Remo will soon be outfitted in new protective gear thanks to a donation in the form of a bullet and stab resistant vest, courtesy of the nonprofit organization Vested Interest in Canines Incorporated. The protective vest will be specifically embroidered with In Memory of K-9 Hobbs, Des Moines, Iowa, EOA 1223, 12-12-2023. Canine Hobbs with the Des Moines Police Department died unexpectedly following a brief and sudden illness. This potentially life-saving body armor is expected to be delivered within 8 to 10 weeks. Established in 2009, Vested Interest in Canines Incorporated is a 501c3 charity dedicated to providing protective vests and other assistance to law enforcement dogs across the United States. The organization's mission is to ensure the safety and protection of canine officers on duty. The U.S.-made NIJ-certified vests have been distributed to over 5,435 canines across all 50 states, valued at $6.9 million, through private and corporate donations. Canines actively employed and certified with law enforcement or related agencies, including those with expired vests, are eligible for the program. Contributions can be made through tax-deductible donations with a single donation of $985, sponsoring one vest valued at $1,800. For more details or to contribute, visit www.vikanines.org or contact Vested Interest in Canines Incorporated at 508-824-6978. Each year, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources holds a series of listening sessions throughout the state with Iowans, and Lakeview has been selected as one of the communities to host. On Wednesday, February 21st, DNR staff will be at the Shelter House in Speaker Park at 6.30 p.m. to provide updates on the recently completed hunting and trapping seasons, discuss potential rule changes, and address other topics of interest to the public. DNR Wildlife Bureau Chief Todd Bishop says we want people to come out to these meetings, listen to the season's reviews, ask questions, and hear directly from our staff. Part of the meeting will be devoted to discussing potential rule changes and collecting feedback as we work through the rules process. These meetings are open to the public and any feedback received will be considered as regulation adjustments are developed. The complete list of planned town hall meetings is included with this story on our website. During the delivery of the condition of the state on Tuesday evening, Governor Kim Reynolds addressed the reform that is changing the education system for Iowa students. Reynolds discussed the success of the Students First Act allocating state education funding to be available for all K-12 students attending public or private schools, regardless of location or income. Last year, we made it our top priority to give all our children a quality education that meets their needs. That meant giving families a choice. 
And that's exactly what we did. In the face of intense pressure to keep the status quo, we passed one of the boldest school choice programs in the country, kicking off a national revolution. We laid the foundation, and now Iowa parents, regardless of their income, can decide what's best for their children. The Education Savings Account assists eligible families to cover tuition, fees, and other qualified education expenses at private schools. ESAs are currently in the second year phase, allowing all incoming kindergartners, all public school transfer students, and students enrolled in a private school with a household income at or below 400% of the 2024 federal poverty guidelines to be eligible. The third and final phase is allowing all K-12 students, regardless of income, to qualify for the $7,598 of public funds for the 2025-26 school year. Reynolds says this new education freedom is already changing lives just one semester in. Just recently, I heard from a family whose autistic son is thriving in a Catholic school that welcomed him with open arms. I also heard from a father who feels like his boys now have a true shot at the American dream thanks to their new school. Now I want to emphasize though, the change we're seeing isn't just limited to those who choose private schools, because educational freedom isn't about public versus private. It's about what's best for each individual child. It's about understanding there isn't just one way to educate our kids. Reynolds announced that the Board of Education will vote on eight new public charter applications this month, including schools focusing on career training and at youth risk. Reynolds says public school districts are stepping up their efforts to attract and retain students. Here in Des Moines, the superintendent recently highlighted the district's efforts to deliver an educational product that, quote, attracts our students and attracts parents to either stay with us or come back. In Oskaloosa, the public school saw a net gain of students this year from private schools. And after hearing about the culture they've created and the great things they're doing, I understand why. It really does go to show that a rising tide of competition and choice really can lift all boats. Our education policies are working because together we stood firm and passed a law that puts Iowans in charge of their children's future. Reynolds says by locking in education freedom, the state of Iowa sent a powerful message pertaining to education. Where our children are concerned, no system, however longstanding, is above reform. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening.